go. All right. Give me some level. Good morning. That'll work. All right. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, you are vision compromised. I am blind, a little bit blind. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit blind. But I'm proud of myself because I needed to get the prescription in my glasses strengthened. And I did not go for buying a new pair of frames. The frames that I have are perfectly fine. And they're also the frames that are depicted in the avatar for the rock and roll porter. So I thought, eh, let's hang on to them for a little there while. Maybe they'll become part of my personal brand. My grandfather wore the exact same glasses for decades. I can't imagine him with any other frames. Exact same frames or frames, uh, prescription yeah. also? No, okay. no, he looked good. It was his, his yeah. look. Those were his glasses. Uh, and I guess the other way to upgrade is if the, well, sort of upgrade, uh, the prescription doesn't change, but your lenses are just in bad shape, you know, mm-hmm. too much of your UV coating, but that's not the case. You're definitely improving your prescription. Mm-hmm. Good. All right. Well, good. So uh, it looks like Bobby Knight died. Bobby Knight died. I saw it uh, on the World Wide Web. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. aware of one of those nouns before the other. He was 83. Uh, yes, he was 83, they, they, they tell me. He died of m- meanness. <laughs> no. He just he died of uh, uh, striving. So you no. just told me that, well, read some of the, the highlights from his obit. Oh, um, well, Bobby Knight, the notorious, the infamous, and uh, incredibly successful basketball coach for Indiana University. Uh, yes, our alma mater, one of Michael's alma maters. Would have been my alma mater had I actually graduated. But oh, you had details, a details. I had other things I had to do. I had to get on with my life. Graduate, graduate. Um, According to this source, uh, during Knight's time in Indiana, he is, of course, most associated with the Hoosiers, uh, he won uh, 662 games and lost 239. So that's, you know, for sports, that's a hell of a record, I, I would think. Um, he also went on to Texas Tech uh, for almost seven seasons before retiring in 2008. Anyway, um, and then he was ESPN analyst uh, until his contract was not renewed. Um, but we, we were just talking about before we turned the mics on that there were a couple of ex- exceptionally noteworthy incidences with Bobby, including. Yes. Well, the uh, so, yeah, quick. Um, in 1979, he was charged with assaulting a police officer in Puerto Rico during a practice at the Pan American Games. In 1985, he hurled a chair across the court during a game against Indiana's arch-rival, Purdue University. And what color was that chair? Well, according to uh, what would later become known as the Red Chair Bakery, it was apparently a red chair. It was red, and so yes. that was the um, the inspiration for the name of the Red Chair Bakery, uh, which was a bakery on Kirkwood, I think. Um. But it was it was it was like the best yeah. kind of bakery because it was I think I just remember maybe that was the only thing I ever ordered yeah. was the sweets like cookies and muffins. And well, pastry. what the hell's a bakery it wasn't like for? Bread. 
Oh, right. As you're just saying, yeah. Yeah. But of course, for many folks, bread is just as bad as Cinnabons or whatever. Mm, okay, Michael. Um, no, no. I, I mean, in you terms of. Could you just try one podcast not being tedious? I'm not being tedious. Uh, how, how is that tedious? Um, but yes, yeah, so uh, the, the, the bakery has above its door. A, a chair, chair, but not, not the, the chair. chair of no. course, yes. Uh, but does great. anyone know what became of the chair? They I, probably I just put it away, right? Because with it was, all the other chairs, it was just a chair. It's just a chair. <laughs> Perhaps the most famous chair, mm-hmm. or maybe more famous than some um, thrones. In yeah. Smaller so there countries. was the famous chair incident, and then there was also the choking incident. After which, the Indiana University Basketball Association decided it was necessary to. In state, officially, a no choking policy. Well, it's a zero tolerance policy. Zero I tolerance. Mean, I, I, I don't think it specifically said right zero tolerance. Not the right amount of choking. Zero choking. choking. Yes. Yeah, you, you know, is there an appropriate level of choking? I don't know what, if you're trying to really get the message across to your players. Um, choking you right now. Because it was his own uh, was his own player that he did that with, right? It was. Okay, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. He was... Um, he demanded the best from his folks. I, I'm not sure choking is the best way to get it, but what the hell do I? I don't know. Coach basketball. This I coach any of those games. I had um, an interesting appointment with the love maker. Mm-hmm. The love maker is this exceptionally full ta- contact masseuse. Yeah, is this exceptionally talented massage therapist named Michiel, who I've been going to since. 20, uh, yeah, 2006. Mm. Um, and he is just, he's just got to be one of the world's most informed, most qualified, most technically um, skilled massage mm-hmm. therapists. Uh, but when he is, he, he incorporates a bunch of different techniques, including Thai massage, which um, sometimes if he's trying to work out, like loosening your hip joints or your, what are they called? Hip reflexors? No, hip flexors. Hip flexors, I yeah. believe. Um, he will climb on top of the table and sort of bend your leg and push your knee or your shin in toward your chest in a rhythmic mm-hmm. gentle rhythmic motion mm-hmm. um while you're naked on the uh table yeah he's not doing this from the side either no you can't because yeah. if you're going to massage sure, although you, you have to use your own way. body weight you don't have to well you could develop more upper body strength you do <laughs> yeah uh especially with thai massage which is my mm-hmm. favorite form mm-hmm. of massage by the way um and there's, of course, a blanket in between you. And he would never do this with somebody that was uncomfortable with that sort of, I don't want to say level of intimacy, but connectivity, I guess, or exposure. Yeah. I'm comfortable with it. I don't care. Yeah. You're not so comfortable with it. No, I'm a huge but fan. But I've always said to Michael, he will make love to you too. Like, you should go get a massage with Michiel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's so amazing. No, I, I do. I, I love him. T- talented fella but you've never you won't you've never made an appointment with him it takes me years and years and years of badgering i don't just do to get you to massages. do any 
Yeah, I mean, that's you just ever, not... You know, when you get a massage twice a decade, you always come back really liking it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fine. I would just never do it myself. I wouldn't... Make I wouldn't an appointment for yourself. It. Yes, no. that's quite clear. That's no. quite clear. But no, it's not... It's not... I, but that, that's the thing. I mean, you make it sound like uh, I'm... Uh, afraid of him being too intimate with me i i'm not you're just I, afraid I of spending money on things where you feel like like, like you don't like spending by people anyway whether you, it's a yeah. burly looking fella who's uh, you also don't like spending money on you know flowers or things that just you can't eat them or do anything with them or you're not so much into things that are i guess ephemeral in any way i i, I don't know i beat in the case of massage, like I don't need peak performance from my body, whatever that would be. Uh, so you, think that's you know, the I'm, point of I'm massage? not. You I'm don't see that massage athlete. is a form of stress release or just enjoyment because it feels good. Yeah, I'm sure it does those things. I, I, I yeah, I guess. Do you have know. stress? Everyone has stress, right? Because you, you know, you get have your headaches and your neck is always. No, as stiff as a board. No, I probably don't. Uh, You're gonna need to talk louder, Michael. <laughs> no, I don't. I have the headphones. I know how loud I'm supposed to be talking. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I'm sure that uh, just the way I, you know, move or hold postures, you know, maybe use computers, that kind of thing. Like I typically don't use. Uh, external uh monitor these days i'm just on the laptop and the you know the laptop the screen relative to, w to where the uh keyboard is is just not good i mean there's nothing you can do about that you know our friend that gave us the feedback recently has a portable secondary monitor mm -hmm. that is as thin as the monitor on a laptop so that you could have the two monitors and he let me use it when I was staying at their house. Yeah. And it was really nice. And I thought, well, I'm going to pick up one of these. They're $300. Like, I'm not going to spend $300 on. <sighs> well, it should be like it's not on $20, no, $75 maybe. Why is it $300? Because it's a great piece of uh, kit, oh, I think as, as the Brits say. Why uh, are there four headphones in our studio? Those are all different. Um, yeah. I mean, every headphone sounds like... I mean, the one was just sort of uh, computer headphones anyway. Not, not really designed for professional or semi-professional audio in any way. Mm. Um, yeah, just uh, a few more facts here. So the uh, zero tolerance policy, I believe, came into effect in 1997. Um, and then in India, oh, excuse me, in 2000, uh, Indiana, uh, fired night for, uh, violating the policy, uh, after they say, uh, an Indiana university student claimed the coach grabbed him by the arm and lectured him about respect after he said, Hey, Knight, what's up? So, uh, so the zero tolerance policy became arm grabbing, which is, you know, Arm grabbing can no long, uh, no doubt, be um, inappropriate. This and was proto bordering proto -woke. on violent. Proto woke. Uh, well, <laughs> the top headline. Yeah. Uh, what else in the world from, is woke today? Apparently, now it's 
well, because I'm no longer in the morning turning on uh, a 24-hour news channel to get a quick uh, three or five minutes of news, because you're not digging the uh, television news source in the morning. So then I'm just going on the web. Yes? Is that I, you know, sometimes you get up first and sometimes I get up first. But when I get up first, you know, I've made my coffee. It's Mm. quiet. It's the morning. You know, the days are incredibly short right now. Um, The dusk is starting to lighten up a little bit. The dogs are still asleep. And then this entire morning moment of serenity is interrupted by stomp, 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 bang, bang, coffee grind, coffee pour, news. Oh, today, Gaza, explosions, stomp, stomp, stomp. I'm like, Michael's up. So... It's just sort of a, 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 I think you're not reading the room so much when you get up in the morning. Um, It's more than just that. Well, I'm the only other person in the house. So if I'm the second one to wake up, yes, I'm not going to go about being, you know, making a point of uh, being uh, quiet. Uh, Clearly. I would say that, as you just said, uh, I'm often the first one up as well. Do you not think that once you're awake, the exact same thing occurs? Couldn't be possible. Okay. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> right, right. So I disrupt your serene moments. You do not disturb my... Okay, you're serene. I, okay, so let's let's reverse this picture. So when Michael gets up first, I get up. I The room is... You, when Michael gets up early, it's usually quite early. So, you know, I come into the... Our, we have an open plan living room kitchen... So I go upstairs and it's incredibly dark except for this little corner in the living room that is illuminated by a computer screen and there's Michael there with his headphones on, most likely, you know, out of courtesy to me, listening or watching to something he thinks I have no interest in, almost certainly correct. And then I go, good morning, do you have your coffee? And then you say yes. And then I say, okay, I'm going to have my coffee. I, and then I, you know, I might sit across from you or I go and sit next to Marvin or Poppy and pet our dogs. How is that at all the same mm-hmm. is what I just described. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, I am probably heavier of foot uh, th- than you are. Th- that is true. Um, but boy, you, you do have light issues. You can always tell where Beth's been. Just a, 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 every light in the house, just follow her path. And then they're still on in, in her way. Okay, but it's not just the lights. I leave everything behind. <laughs> everything. So don't, it's just that the lights it's bother true. you because it, Coffee, I'm wasting an you know, yeah, unbelievably yeah, insignificant true. amount of electricity. But it's my coffee cup. It's my phone. It's my keys. It's my purse. It's, you know, it's everything. So. Very true. Very true. You're just focusing on the one particular thing that happens to bother you. I'm not even sure that, it's, that it bothers me particularly. It's um, I'm mostly just surprised that it doesn't seem to bother you at all. Well, I don't notice it. <laughs> right. I guess that's yeah. You know. Oh, the the dog food. I always when I make the dogs their breakfast. I always every single day. I forget to put their wet food back in the fridge. <laughs> every day. It's not part of the habit, I guess. No, it's the ADHD. Indeed. Uh, all right, yes. So that's uh, that's Mr. Robert Knight. Do we have anything else to talk about this morning? You never have anything to talk about. That's <laughs> the point of this. But what were we talking about yesterday? 
<laughs> Can you be more Pacific? Well, I remember yesterday, yes, yesterday or the day before, we were like, oh, we should get our Mad Fat Beats, but then we didn't have time. Um, yeah, I, I don't like something. It was something sort political. of significant, or possibly profound, or just a no, bunch yeah. of nonsense. <laughs> right? No, it was something on the news. All right, if we don't have anything else to say, we should just wrap this up. Well, I, we, you and I haven't talked about this, but um, that uh, those guys I talked to sometime, uh, we were just talking about this the other day, and uh, apparently, um, yeah, so Rolling Stone has put out another, like, top 250 guitarists or They're whatever. They're always doing that. Yes, they are. But um, And then there's have been some well-known commentators who have uh, commented on their list. Now, I don't even know if I should actually check. Now, this is this is very fact light. But if indeed it has been billed as top guitarist, then that could certainly mean many things. 250? But, that's a well, lot. That's the thing. And then <laughs> so when you find out, it's like, wait a second, how could you not have this person on it? And there are numerous, how could you not have this person on the list? Which, of course, just means that there are going to be many who? Uh, now, you know, I think one question might be, uh, is it a top guitarist? I really should find out if that's the exact phrase they're using. But they certainly can't say something like best guitarist or, um, or you know, maybe even something that could possibly somehow be, uh, you know, more objective, like most influential or, or top selling, you know, top record selling guitarist, something like that. Um Although in many cases, that would be like people you haven't heard of from, you know, somebody from the wrecking crew or something. Well, and also but, going back to our discussion with our listener feedback, who's assembling this list and what's their criteria? How old are they yeah. and how relevant is their opinion? Sorry, listener, but I still think that that it matters. Well, and I guess that would go to the question of whether Rolling Stone uh, is relevant or ever has been for that by the way the best music critic today is a woman and i'm very happy about that she's a phenomenal writer my my good friend amanda from the from the new yorker okay she's not a good friend she has no idea who i am and we've never met but okay yeah no i i did not uh anyway keep going i don't really read so who's number one well that's the other thing i don't know um if they did it actually, you know, just a list, or if they said, you know, they're all just piled in together. Uh, no, they they apparently did do it um, sequentially. Well, I mean, now, all right. Now so is I'm it Page or is more Hendrix? upset than than before because yeah. at, at two hundred and fifty is one Andrew James Somers. Uh, uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, he no, should be in the top of five. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and then you like. Well, now I'm angry. I know. Because uh, our opinion doesn't matter anymore. So. Well, I, our opinion never did matter. But, I mean, some of these things. And, by the way, they are apparently calling it. Uh, is this the most recent thing? Yes, uh, October of 2020. Yes, the 250 greatest guitarists uh, of all time. Mm. So, I think that that would also mean that, at least as, as I would uh, interpret that phrase. So, if, for example, you happen to wear a guitar 
in what is one of the most important bands ever, I don't think that that would necessarily even make you one of the greatest guitars. So, like, based off that phrase, right. like, I wouldn't put John Lennon in there. So, it is Kurt Cobain on the list? I would assume so, but that's got to be on the influential tip, and, and, and fair enough. But, uh, and I mean, he certainly, he does have a style. So, we could count down the top 25, perhaps that will. And I, I don't suspect anyone would now. have any issues with this, but I think some of it is certainly going to be more, you know, people with guitars in the context of particular songs or albums. Uh, so number one is not Paige. Um, it's not Hendrix. It is Hendrix. Okay. And I, I mean, that that's not controversial, I suppose. Well, uh, I think that is controversial. It's not deliberately controversial though i mean i mean it's not trying to be provocative first of all he died at age 27 so well there's no better age to die yeah 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 yeah. but uh, you know how could they even look at an entire body of work of a genius who was still in some ways a child and say oh best guitar rock guitarist of all time right versus uh you know Andy Summers or something, who's, you know, roughly uh, 116 now and has been playing for about 80 years. Is Elvis Costello on the list? Um, Elvis Costello's on the list. Uh, Yeah, probably. Hold up. I don't even know if it's a searchable list. And of course it's... um, Who's the first black guitarist that makes the list after Hendrix? Oh, interesting. First black guitarist that makes the list after Hendrix. Um, this is terrible. I'm being betrayed. And how do the they internet. define rock? I mean, are blues guitarists included in this list? Well, it doesn't. Does it say rock guitar? So no, it's it just greatest guitars. Greatest guitarists of all. So electric guitarists. Well, that, no, it does not say that because that would be, you know, obviously. Uh, I'm sure that some of the people in this, in this, um, even in the top twenty-five, I would say more. Well, like they have Joni Mitchell here, for example. Is Buck in so, the... Where's Peter Buck? Uh, yeah, well... Where is he? Certainly, I don't know. So here apparently is the 25. Uh, Frusciante. What? He's number two? He's number 25. Sorry, oh. I'm counting now. Um, uh, James Burton, uh, 24. Uh, James Hetfield and Kirk Hammett, they put in together, which is kind of a kick in the nuts. Excuse me. Uh, balls. Uh, Albert King, 22. Albert King. Yes. Randy Rhodes, 21. Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan, 20. Now, 20? I, yeah. Uh, he should be in the top five. Well, he got edged out by Freddie King. Number hey. 19. Tom Morello, 18. I mean, I don't dislike Tom Morello, but come on, 18. Now, this they do things like this probably to get credibility. So... Uh, my uh, Maybell Carter is in there, seventeen. Very distinctive style. Um, Nile Rogers was uh, Nile. He certainly should be. So uh, sixteen is uh, Robert Johnson. Uh, Robert Johnson gets edged out by Keith Richards there at fifteen. Now, oh my god! I mean, th- that's perfect example of yeah. You know, Keith Richards. Yes, he he has a guitar. Uh, he has distinctive style. Robert Johnson was his hero. Uh, Prince fourteen. 13, Tony Iommi, 
Oh, like no. that's possibly deliberately provocative. Uh, 12, Jimmy Nolan. Uh, 11, Carlos Santana, one of your favorites, one yeah. of your all-time's favorites. Uh, but you can't argue with this tone, right? Um, you can, but keep going. <laughs> Where's Brian May? 10, Dwayne Allman. Okay. 9, Joni Mitchell. Oh, my God, because they have to get <laughs> a woman in the top 10 somewhere. 8, B.B. King. Yeah. Can Jane Weedland? Uh, 7, Nile Rodgers. Okay. Uh, so that might be the answer to your question, assuming there is such a thing as... Uh, oh, no, actually, uh, Sister Rosetta Tharp is uh, number six. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, five, Jeff Beck. Okay. I mean, that's definitely driven by the... Uh, hey, who's that guy who died recently? Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, four, Eddie Van Halen. Uh, three, Jimmy Page. Mm. Two, Chuck Berry. And one. Jimmy Do they reveal how their um, how they assembled this list? What the mechanism was? Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe they uh, scraped YouTube uh, for popular mm-hmm. clips. No, I I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's I feel kind of dumb commenting on this because I really should have looked into you know what they say their criteria are, etc. Um, whether there's a huge panel that votes these things together because, you know, you can, uh, certainly with things like uh, Academy Awards, you can have the sort of thing where if you have, like, ranked voting, um, you know, everyone's number four but nobody's number one can still become the number one, that that kind of thing, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, usually the way it works with these things, at least in my actual professional experience, is you gather in a whole bunch of editors or experts or, you know, rock critics, people that are supposed to know about this stuff. You have some sort of voting and ranking mechanism where, you know, you take the first round and then maybe things are weighted a little bit more heavily based on how many people voted that particular artist, the top 10. And then you come up with some list and then you look at the list and you see, well, something went wrong with the voting because obviously, you know, this particular artist or album is you know should be at least be on the list or higher up on the list or lower on the list so something is faulty in the mechanism and so you you know make an editorial decision to bump it up a little bit and there's your stupid list so <laughs> it's stupid list yeah. uh yeah which is kind of unfortunate because in this uh era of data they could do this you know again what would objective actually mean in this context but it would be pretty easy to just mm-hmm. count everyone's you know that's what AI interest. is for, right? To make so. subjective decisions for us based on data. Well, okay, so do you object. have the whole list in front of you? Well, of course. I mean, they, who's uh, number 88? I mean, they spread it out, uh, so they'll get plenty of clicks from oh, me. Yeah. Uh, but all right, let me go to the, uh, what would you say, uh, 88? Yeah. All right, hold up here. Dead air, dead air. I know, dead air. Do, do, do. Uh, put in uh, an advertisement. And I could just uh, pause. Yeah. I'll cut this. I'll I'll fix it in the mix. No, don't fix it. We don't we don't edit our video. Our, um, we do not edit edit our podcast. Well, we can't. I God, mean, what's taking to, you so long to get to number eighty eight? Because I have to scroll like mad. Uh, One hundred is Carrie King, by the way, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, eighty eight. Huh? Well, Mark Knopfler's ninety six. So whoever's and Joe Satriani is ninety four. So whoever's eighty eight is. 
apparently greater than them. Um, ATH. My God, oh, Michael. Who is it? That's interesting. Why? You'll recognize this person. Uh, a fellow named Kurt Cobain. Okay. Um, Where's the 88? edge? Uh, Do you know how to control control yeah. F and look for, and then you type in the word yeah, edge? Yeah, but it's a huge, uh, the way they've put it on the uh, website, it's not uh, very conducive to that sort of thing. Mm. Uh, oh, they did with Iron Maiden, the same thing they did with Metallica. They just um, lump both of them in there together. Like, there you go. I wonder if they do that with Night Ranger also. They had a good two guitar attack. Um, yep, there you go. Is Nancy Wilson or and no, Nancy is Nancy Wilson on the list? Um, okay, it doesn't matter. I would imagine somewhere in there, mm -hmm. maybe. Um, I think uh, that guy I was talking to said that uh, Ingve Malmsteen's not on the list. So. Well, that's fine. You can't have Ingve <laughs> not be on a list of 250 guitarists. That's fine. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, not when Jay Mascus is number 74. I, mean, I don't even particularly have a problem with Jay Mascus. Who's, but who's come number on. 249? Um, oh, you mean the person who's slightly greater than Andy Summers? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, let me check. So John McLaughlin's in the 70s. So what? I mean, of course he was. But mm -hmm. um, Brittany Howard. I don't know Brittany. Oh, that's well, that metal guy. Since starting out in the Garage Roots band Alabama Shakes, right. Brittany Howard's guitar playing oh, has sorry. always been an earthy fluid. Now, admirably earthy. Ad hoc. Yeah, earthy. Earthy and fluid? <laughs> yeah, you would certainly ban those. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Well, earthy and fluid. Well, she's not as great as Robbie Krieger. No, I think that's a guy. What? And uh, Alabama Shakes is a, f a fun band. No, uh, Brittany Howard. Uh, it's oh, got is a, it a picture girl? here. Well, I, I, I have no See idea. See how much I, I know. Been on a Zoom call. I don't know what, what the pronouns are. Oh, Jesus, are. Michael, please stop with that. It's, again, tedious what? number two. Th there's, I'm not being tedious. I'm saying I don't know what, uh, and I don't see it listed here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what the pronouns are, but uh, the person's name is Brittany Howard. Um, and uh, Robbie Krieger is 28. Mm -hmm. Now, um, yeah, where are you with the doors, by the way? Eh. Yeah. How much of that is my problem with the doors is the same problem you have with the chili peppers. It's like, oh, we are on drugs and we're all into the, you know, the doors of perception. Mm. And oh, let's just go out in the desert and drop acid. And you're just you're just drunks and drug addicts. And you're from California. And you're saying, made it's the it's sun and the sand made your brain point. soft. And I don't know. The I music doesn't move me. Music so. does not move you. Okay. Mm -mm. Um, what about, I think for some people, uh, the doors have a, a kind of a Smith's problem mm. uh, where, you is know. Johnny the, Marr on the list? Oh, I, I'm sure somewhere. Mm -hmm. But uh, there seem to be a lot of people who are like really, really love Jim Morrison. Uh, but I think there are also people that would be like, yeah, the doors would be fine without Morrison or the Smiths would he be great without Morrison. He drunk and drug addict. Um. um I, you know, and that's the yeah. other, I, um, yeah, so I had these very strong sense memories from childhood and hippie men with long hair and the whole aesthetic of, you know, acid, rock, neon, swirly ooh, imagery was really terrifying to me as a little kid. So I still kind of harbor that yeah. somewhere. 
um, luckily I was able, able to overcome that uh, with uh, Led Zeppelin because the music is just too amazing. Uh, but not so with the doors. But do you remember hearing uh, those Zeppelin songs when you were younger? Oh, terrifying! Also? Okay. The screaming, the wailing, the aggressive guitars—very, very frightening to me. You like Hendrix, though. Love Hendrix. And did but you hear that also, stuff back then? Only in adulthood, also? because I found that mu- music to be very scary when I was little. Um. Yeah, a lot of it's guitar tones from that era that mm. you don't really like, right? Now each of those. Well, where's Brian May on that list? Because now that's interesting because as a little kid, I found Queen. I loved Queen as a, you know, when I was under the age of 12. Oh, well, you like them now, don't you? Well, yeah, but they weren't scary to me, even though they were, you know, same thing, like men with long hair and strange guitar sounds. He certainly does have a strange guitar sound. Yes, yes, he does. Uh, Made it himself with his dad, they say. And now that I'm thinking about it, I remember singing the lyrics, you know, tie your mother down, hit your brother with a brick, that's all right. <laughs> thinking that was really funny. Uh, and I would sing it out loud repeatedly. Hmm. Sure. <laughs> or fat bottom girls. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, well, they make the rock and roll. Uh, Jose Feliciano is number 212, by the way. Uh, I think you know who the most favorite... terrifying artist of all when I was a little kid is was Harry Nilsson. Yeah. Terrifying, creepy, terrifying, <laughs> subversive. Yeah, really scary. You also ate, also hate Tom uh, Tom production from the 70s. Mm, <laughs> the worst. You? The worst. <laughs> um, not a big fan of Ringo's kit either, are you? Mm-mm. He would have been finished. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why was I so sensitive to tone as a little kid? Um, well. ADHD. I blame everything on that now. I wonder, too, if, uh, you know, kids have uh, sensitive hear- ears yeah. as well. So probably some of that music, you know, was maybe louder than, than you were comfortable with. I don't know. Hmm. No, I didn't like the tone. You sound like Tom Jones. Tone. Um. Well, well, well. Rolling Stone. What the hell have you done? All right. Y'all finished here? You have anything else to say? No, I'm just I mean, staring out the window looking at that tree. Uh, I don't know if the list is easily searchable. So if I could say, where is the edge? Example. And and so and uh, Johnny Marr. Jerry Reed, come on, that can't be one ninety eight. Um, sure, yeah, I, I I would think that Johnny Marr is on this list as well. But if what's Tommy the name? Manuel oh, in, again. Um, oh God. The guitarist that played was Michael Jackson and Billy Idol, and he's like the black, dyed black hair. Yep. What's his name? Steve Stevens. Yeah, where's he on the list? I, I'm sure he's on here somewhere, maybe. Um, Jerry Cantrell, 189. Um, he gets up above Andy Summer. See, this is the thing where they the, the list didn't shake out properly, so they should have bumped him up, but they didn't do it. I don't know. I mean... 
you know, Steve Lukather is in the 180s also. Now, you know, if you had somebody who's really into uh, Toto or the, you know, influence of those kinds of songs, or for that matter, Thriller. I mean, Lukather's all over Thriller. So, and he is an incredible guitarist. He should certainly be higher than the 80s, uh, 180s. Um, oh, well. Um, all right, we finished. Are there here. any other grungies that make the list? Well, we I think to. that that's one of, of the issues is yeah. that a lot of these things are going to be like 90s era, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, I'm not picking on anyone, but uh, like, you know, matchbox guitarists or, you know, 311 I'm type things. <laughs> it might be in here. I, I don't know. Um, Oh, that was, that was one question that I had in my mind, whether uh, McCartney would make the list. And he, he's 173. Um, got uh, got beaten out there by Chrissy Hind at 172. So Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yep. There's mm-hmm. a lot of guitarists. There are a lot of them. <laughs> there are. You should be on the list. You're a very good guitarist. <laughs> I'm not a good guitarist. Where's, where's Michael Massa on that list? I mean, how can you have Johnny Winter at 166? It's fucking ridiculous. Um, I suppose, though, really, if you you're going to be honest with yourself about these kinds of things, wouldn't it, a lot of people just kind of gut reaction? You know, it's somebody like you're not going to quibble over number 16 or number 17 mm. you're gonna be kind of in your mind be like oh well okay yeah so that person's a top 25 you know that person's between whatever 175 and 200 or something like that is that uh, is john mayer on the and list so that's when when these things just seem like how could you possibly have you know benton court be is so Dave low matthews on the list is that ginger so. that never wrote a good song on the list what's his name <laughs> His name is Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Is he on the list? Uh, I'm sure he's got to be. Mm. Right. Kim and Kelly Deal in there at 160. Right on. Together. Yep. Uh, John Lennon is on the list, by the way. He beats out Paul McCartney. Uh, Dave Matthews Band is touring. And I have to admit, <laughs> I would like to go see that show. <laughs> he's got so much to say. I would like to go see that show. Yeah. I bet it would be awesome. Are they actually playing in uh, Europe? I think of the Ziggo Dome. <laughs> or maybe the ASA. No. I'm not sure. I, At I least back in the day, see. he did have a hell of a band. Oh, come on. That music was fun. Well, I quibble over that, but the, the band Is was Is Steve was Miller very, on the list? Good. I have to stop. It better fucking be. I mean, Steve Miller has... Now, again, like for me, that would be just like on, on the, the, the influence of those... If you went to a Steve Miller concert, I, I'm assuming you have never bought a Steve Miller record, have you? I didn't need to because it was in every household. I was kidding, but you, I, that's what I'm saying. You could still go to his show and know every oh, song. Oh, yeah. I would go to a Steve Miller show. Yeah. <laughs> I would go to a Steve what? Miller show. I would. Concert. Yeah. I would go, go see Steve Miller you go see, in concert. <laughs> you go see Steve Miller in concert. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tasty little player. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All right. We finished. Yep. 
I can't go through the whole list. All right. Peace out. Peace. Yo. Bye.